This is the Cash Value Solutions Podcast, where your hosts, Jason Polmeyer and Kyle Mann, shed light on little-known money truths to help you take control of your financial future and become your own banker. Subscribe, rate, and review the show, and check us out at CashValueSolutions.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Cash Value Solutions Podcast. Uh, Kyle and I got together today. It's snowing outside, so what are we going to podcast about, Kyle? Well, we're going to go over kind of the big picture of IBC and what it means and how we can kind of get lost in things that don't matter and then which can delay action. Absolutely. So one thing that Kyle is definitely hinting at here is we get stuck on the life insurance policy. Yep. Um, the product over process. That This is just something huge. And I, I understand because it wasn't that long ago that I was taking out my first policy. And I mean, I did hours upon hours of research that included reading, watching videos, and listening to podcasts. And I mean, I can understand how you want to have control over what's going on. Sure. Um, At some point, though, you have to build a relationship with who you're working with, and you have to have some trust in them that they have your best interests at heart. And, you know, you, you can see on YouTube, people get so stuck on a certain company, and that's just not the way. I mean, you can look at performance right now, but just because somebody's a top dog right now and in cases of rate of return doesn't mean in five years they're going to be, you know. So getting caught up in that aspect is not productive. It's, I think you, if you're, as long as you're with a good mutual company that offers you flexibility to where you don't have to worry about losing the policy, I mean that... The PUA writer, you mean? Yes. You, you, that's the point. I mean... Absolutely. And a, and a track record of paying dividends. Like when we, sure. say, so we aren't like being shady at all. When we say a good mutual company, they have paid dividends for the last hundred years consistently. They're still paying dividends. Um, and they, uh, they give you the policyholder flexibility to choose when to pay into the PUA rider. Mm-hmm. Okay. Th- that's what we're directly talking about. Yeah, and so it's just important not to get caught up, and it's so hard to not. With that's what all these videos and a lot of these podcasts focus on is the rate of return. But really, that's not what we're using the policy for. It's an added benefit. It should be structured correctly to where, yeah, you're getting a decent return. It's flexible, but we're using this for opportunities. This is an opportunity fund. This is a safe haven for cash because. You don't know what the heck is going to happen in the future. Look at what's happened the last year. So much wild stuff has went on that we could have never predicted. And having cash has allowed a lot of people to take advantage of some awesome opportunities. Awesome opportunities. And okay, so that's what a lot of people talk about is the awesome opportunities that are going to come your way, okay? You build up capital and opportunities will find you. I completely agree with that. Um. And that's part of the big picture, like seeing that aspect of this. That's something that's hard for people to get over. Um, but trust me, it's already happening, and I've just began my own process. It's already happening in my life. And, <clears throat> and, and just to be um, for disclosure, so you guys know, like I have a deal coming up to purchase some land. And without access to capital, like I wouldn't have had the ability to do that. And you got everything um, 
you know, figured out in your cash flow and all that stuff. You thought you had everything figured out and what it, you needed a little more capital than what you thought. Oh, yeah. What happened? It, the land didn't appraise for what we thought it would. Mm-hmm. Turns See? out that I need almost twice the down payment that I originally thought. Now, what could sink a ship bigger or any faster than that? Yeah. On this deal. Yep. I mean, that, that was it. But my IBC policy has capital in it more than I need still, even doubling the down payment. Boom. And guess what? The deal still makes a lot of sense. Yep. You're okay? not losing it over some measly thing like that. No, you, we could let, you know, twenty or $25,000 stand in the way of what we think today is like, oh, you know, maybe I don't want to do that deal. Whereas in five years, it's been cash flowing every single year. You've more than made up that twenty twenty five thousand dollars that you've paid into it mm-hmm. and you still have something that's cash flowing what about in 30 years is it what's that 20 gonna do is it gonna multiply itself 5 10 30 times more i mean right i mean you can get stuck in in the minutiae and saying oh well that takes a couple percent off the rate of return you know and you know i don't know if i want to do that kind of like whole life policies you know 10 years ago they were probably illustrating six seven percent actual rate of return Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, who doesn't want to do that? Today, maybe they're illustrating for 5% rate of return. Uh, and now people are like, oh, you know, I I don't know if that's good enough or not, you know? It's not the big picture, though. You're no. focusing on the wrong thing. Um, and And so what I wanted to go along with, with opportunities, is the thing that we don't talk about enough is is something that I believe is you know, potentially has, has as much of a damaging effect if you wouldn't have access to capital and that's potential setbacks. Sure. Um, whether that's in your business, your personal life, what have you, um, for me in the land deal, the needing an extra down payment. I mean, that's a little bit of a setback, but having access to capital is a solution in this case. But you're gonna have to pay like 5% interest to the insurance company on that down payment. Isn't that going to just thwart the deal make it horrible it's a terrible deal kyle yeah (laughs) i i know that that goes through people's mind but i mean i'm to the point where i understand no matter what i do kyle when i use cash when i use my life insurance policy i'm giving up the opportunity to earn interest if i use cash or i'm going to pay the life insurance well yeah there's only It's, it's fine there's only three things that can happen when you use money you either use cash and you lose the ability to earn interest or you borrow from the bank and you pay them interest or somebody else, or you borrow from the insurance company and you pay them interest. You got While three your options. your money continues to earn. Uninterrupted, yes. Um, it, it's just, um, you know, like, like Nelson, you know, you, okay, let me back up a little bit here. So people will get so obsessed with talking about, well, is it a wash loan? Like, you know, if I'm going to pay $10,000 of interest to the insurance company, well, my policy have grown by $10,000, you know, and, and people will get so obsessed with this and, and just focus, laser focus on this fact. I believe, I, I never talked to Nelson about this, but I believe Nelson never had that in mind with no. IBC. Nope. Nelson was always a, about this mindset. I have to store my money somewhere. I know that when I have access to capital, that opportunities are going to come find me. I'm not always going to have my money borrowed out of my policy. When I do, I don't care if I'm paying the insurance company more 
than what I am earning. Because if the deal truly makes sense, that is where I'm going to earn my money at. Sure. It's not the life insurance policy that is making you rich or that is some secret object, you know, uh, tool that is just so perfect. I mean, yeah, it works really good. But the fact is that the real thing that this gives you is is having having access to capital, having that ability to fund that deal that's going to make you 100% potentially. Mm -hmm. I mean, which is kind of crazy to some people when we think about the stock market being 8%, you know. Um, It's just, it's not the right mindset to, to focus in on the life insurance policy. You have to see there is a much bigger picture here that you're totally missing out on. And I can kind of get where people want the life insurance money or the life insurance policy to make, you know, all the money. Cause it's easy. Like I was there at one point when I was looking for something else to do, I didn't want to be employed anymore. I wanted to figure out something I can do on my own, help people, things like that. And I was looking all over the place, you know, to find something. And it's just easy to put your money in stocks. And, but it, when you do something easy like that, put in a life insurance policy, like you're not going to get the return you need to grow something. It's just, it's just not going to happen. You have to create value for people. And when you say you're not going to get the return, you need to grow something. Now, are you talking about, for instance, like if you want to build a business, like it is going to far dwarf whatever. Absolutely. Because either stocks or a life insurance policy do for you. If you make um, 10% in the stock market every year, I mean, even if you have $100,000 to put in there, that's only $10,000 a year. You can't live off $10,000 a year. And then you're going to be using principal. I mean, you can't do that. Life insurance policy, four, three, four, or 5%. Like, that's just, it's not going to happen. Like, that. so where does the return come from? It comes from business, investing, things like that. A job, you know, that's where the return comes from. It's not these, it's not these other things. Absolutely. It's, it's the things that you spend time educating yourself about. For yeah. me, I, I've been involved in farming my entire life. Um, it just makes sense for me because I understand it to put money there, to invest money in land right now. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's like what we say all the time is like, you should, you should do things in things you know, invest in things you know, not something that somebody from whatever Joe Blow agency tells you that they have the best mutual funds, like maybe, but if you don't understand it, like watch out. Yeah. And, and so what if they do, is that the thing that's really going to give you financial freedom, the ability to, to go and do what you want when you want? No, no, because that, that 8%, 10%, I, I just, you know, those things are not what are going to set you free financially. How long is the that life gonna... insurance policy isn't going to set you free financially? No. It's a tool to help you get there, though. And that is the power in it. The power to weather setbacks. The power to, to take on opportunity that comes your way. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and, and you know, we all make a business plan, okay, Kyle? I, I had a business plan of this is how the numbers are, are going to look on this farm, you know, and we even talked about them in a previous podcast. And I mean, you know, yeah, it looks good on paper doing it that way, but you don't know what setbacks are coming. There's always, I didn't know this was coming. In business, um, you don't know what's going to come your way. Here, here's a good one for me. 
um, whenever I get things worked on, I, I've had a dryer in the past in my house, um, got an appraisal for what it was going to cost, came in, I mean, usually 20% more than what I'm quoted um, for labor and parts. I, I'm just blanking on some other stuff. I think I had an air conditioner um, in my car a couple of years ago that was staggering how much it, it cost to fix. But I mean, these are things that you don't plan on. Yep. People can give you an estimate. Oftentimes they want to do the business. So the estimates in my experience come in light. So you need more capital for that. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the whole thing, I mean, you just, you don't plan for these things happening, but yet, you know, in your life, the more experience you gain that these things will happen. So you start like, okay, maybe it is a good idea to build capital. And, and Kyle and I found that out at an early age. And I think that happened for us part, in part due to our um, time as being employees and in part just to, due to life experiences. Yeah. That's, that's why we always say long-term thinking. You have to be a long-term thinker and you have to realize, like you said, things are going to come out of the blue you don't know about. I know somebody that just recently got robbed and I was talking to him about it. I'm like, well, do you have protection in your house? I mean, who knows? He could have opened your door and you know, you got to have a way to defend yourself. Well, you mean like his bedroom door? Cause he was literally in the house. Yeah. Literally in the house. And, um, they told me, no, you know, I wasn't expecting to get robbed. I'm like, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't expecting to get robbed. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not expecting, you know, crazy things to happen to you, you know, something to break down, a motor blow on one of your tractors, like anything crazy like that. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen. We just know things are going to happen. So we need to be prepared for them. We need to be prepared for things that are, you know, on the negative side so that we can cover those and move forward. But we also the, need to prepare. Those, those negative things, Kyle, that might be what sinks the ship sure. and keeps you from getting to the next year. Sure. I mean, those are, okay, so the opportunities are huge, but those negatives, like if you don't have the ability to withstand that, I mean, that could be the ultimate, I mean, that might be the ultimate thing that this IBC policy is providing you is the ability to weather through negative times. Even. Yeah. And you could be three feet from gold. Maybe, maybe that next year would have been your big year. Look at farming. I mean, the last couple of years have been absolutely horrible. There's been a lot of bankruptcies, a lot of people getting out of farming, man. Just think if they could have held on to right now with prices doubling what they were. I mean, and you had the opportunity to book inputs last year at extremely reasonable prices. Yeah. I mean, think of the opportunity missed out if, you would have been taken out before before this. So Right. I mean, so the 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 point of this is that these things are all what matter. They are the big picture. They are what's going to happen in life. Okay? The life insurance policy is a tool. It's I can't control how it performs. The insurance company can't control the interest rates. Okay. We can we can build the policy to get, you know, to get you cash value right away, to build, you know, so you have liquidity right away. I completely understand that. I would never have done this if I had to write a policy that was all base and I didn't have cash value in the first two years. Yep. I never would have done it. It wasn't right for me at that time. Building a policy that had between um, 65 and 85% cash value in the beginning made a ton of sense for me. Yeah. What if you locked that up in a 401k? I mean, you have no, if you put money in a 401k, IRA, Roth, whatever, then you don't have any access to the And then I'd have to pay a penalty because now I need access to more capital for the down payment on this land 
which in reality is going to return me far more than any 401k, Roth IRA, other option is going to, okay? Yeah, and you're not limited to how you can access it either. I mean, that's <laughs> you're in control of that piece of ground. Absolutely. Not only am I in control of the piece of ground, I'm in control of the life insurance policy. I get to decide when I pay this policy loan off. And when I do start to pay off this policy loan, every single dollar that I pay at that policy loan is available to be borrowed out again. Sure. Every single one. Yeah. And I don't have to wait 30 years. No. I don't have only, what is it, about 12, 12 and a half years roughly of a non-penalty phase to withdraw my money out of a qualified plan? Yeah. No. I have from now until until the age that I'm 121 to use this policy however I want to. I'm 28, by the way. If you're 30 and you're locking money away in a 401k or whatever, like you're not going to have any access to that for 29, almost 30 years. Like Just think of what that money could do for you during that time. And here's here's a challenge for your mind your mindset right now is retirement the ultimate goal in life it should not be i mean wh- why do we have this magical thing of i want to sit on the porch and drink iced tea you know or a bush light or whatever it is for you <laughs> like at 65 years old you know i i just don't get that like i don't yeah i don't understand it and i don't think that you know absolutes usually do not work to me speak up to speak in but retirement I just don't see how it can ever make sense. I mean, we people talk about it and it's a goal because they hate what they're doing. They hate their job. Maybe they hate their business, whatever. So That's, that should be the clue right there. Is exactly. like, you need to change that. Why do yes. you want to live 30, 35, 40 years doing something that you don't enjoy doing? Yeah. It may take you 10 years to find what you enjoy. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Who knows? It when, can, yeah. when I was an employee, I did not know what I was going to do. Just don't listen to all the BS out there, which I had heard so many times. Oh, it's just a job. All jobs are, you know, they have their hard times. Oh, you know, all bosses, you know, they're just bosses. It's, it's sometimes they're hard to deal with. That is BS. Don't listen to that crap. There's no reason to put up with that stuff. They're painting a big picture for you. That is not, no, not how you want to live. Maybe you have to suffer short term though, for a little bit until you can find out what, what to do. I mean, that's fine. And it's not like entrepreneurship needs it's to be the, easy. And it doesn't need to be the goal either. It's just finding something you want to do instead of worrying about saving for retirement to where the, it's magically better not having anything to do. Yeah, I, I, just, that, I just want to challenge people on that. that it, it does not make sense. I mean, think about it on your own terms. Do you need to save money for a time in the future when you aren't able to produce like what you can now? Absolutely. But you don't need to lock money away to do it. No. And I mean, that's another reason why the policies work so well. We can save money while using it simultaneously because if money just sits, it becomes like sitting water, stagnant, nasty, doesn't do anything for us. You wouldn't want to drink that. No, you want to keep it flowing. You want to keep it moving. And so you can add velocity to it and you can take, you can take advantage of opportunities instead of just letting it wither away and, you know, erode with inflation. And isn't it nice to be able to control the flow of that water and where that water is flowing to? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these are things like, and guys, I'm still learning at this. I mean, 
I'll be honest with you. You should be. We always should be learning. Yeah. It's just, you have to see, like, I know the life insurance policy. If you are just researching this, like, you are laser focused on the life insurance policy. And you're thinking, like, if they don't put the right amount of percentage to the PUA, this whole plan will blow up and it will not work. Maximize cash. Maximize cash. Maximize cash. I, I promise you that that is not the big picture here. I know it's important. And so that's why you need to work with somebody that that you can trust, okay? But I promise you that that is not the big picture here. It is not. It's not what Nelson ever had in mind for this. No. Never was. Nope. But it's all, like we said, it's not a cop-out either to get you a crappy design policy. No, here's something that Kyle and I have talked about, okay? We're like, you know, right now in our lives, like even a 50-50 policy doesn't really make sense for us at our stage in life because we are in a capital intensive business and we need access to money. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're designing a lot heavier PUA policies for ourselves. Okay. But Kyle and I have also talked about, okay, what happens when we get to the point where we have built up substantial capital? We know that based on, you know, being in business, like we're going to have cash flow well into our seventies, eighties, nineties, Maybe even to, if we live to age 100, okay, we're going to need somewhere to put that money. So Kyle and I have talked about, you know, at some point in the future, like an all base policy or a heavy base policy would make a lot of sense to be able to put in 100K a year or whatever it is for as long as we want to. Yeah. And the all base, for the most part, is going to grow more in the later years than one that's um, more PUA heavy. So then you have that aspect of when you do slow down and you need some, you want some extra passive income to supplement what you're doing. Perfect. Yeah, it's it's just um, you kind. I wouldn't lie to you. You know, if everybody I can guarantee you debates the perfect policy design that's in this interest industry, and there's not one. There's not one. And and Kyle and I have, you know, through talking with people, through listening to others, you know we've learned like there is not a perfect design policy. Okay. It just, it, it is so dependent on what your situation is right now. Okay. An all base policy for me right now would, would have been, I just couldn't have done it. I couldn't stand the illiquidity of no. all base policy. No, but later on in life, I do believe that there are going to be some policies I take out that are very heavy base because I'm going to need a place to put money to warehouse my wealth until I'm ready to deploy it into something else. Yeah. There's this, I mean, (laughs) there's a different strategy for everything. And this is just another perfect example of there's never a one size fits all. Never. And, and here's, okay. So you guys are probably wondering, well, well, you know, why, why would they want an all base, you know, later in life and stuff like that? Okay. Um, typically with these policies where, where we're designing them, with heavy PUA contributions, I'm talking like 60 to 80, 90%. We don't have the ability to fund those things until we're 80 years old. Maybe maybe we've designed it to go to roughly age 70-ish. Uh, and, you know, that that is uh, somewhat typical for us to yeah, do. we try to hit that. Somewhere. Okay. But after that, the policy, it's kind of like a cup of water. Like, it, it gets full eventually. And if you want to pay more into it, it's going to overflow and and it's going to cause 
a modified endowment contract mm-hmm. and you're going to lose the favorable tax treatment of it. Okay. Cause we didn't build enough room in to fund it until we were age 100, for example. Yeah. We just, that wasn't our goal at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when we do another policy, we may want to look at doing higher base and give ourselves the ability to fund it out longer into the future. Sure. Okay. Now, another advantage with doing heavy base policies is that it gives you, uh, if you guys are going through somebody's process right now, you'll understand the terms underwriting amount of issue, and you only have so much life, um, human life value that life insurance companies will underwrite you as. And it would be substantially easier to get in a policy um, of $100,000 of base versus a 1090 split, for example. Sure. There'd be much less underwriting amount at issue. Yeah. Okay. I promise you, if you are thinking about the big picture and practicing infinite banking correctly, you will run out of human life value that the life insurance companies will write on you. I promise you. Yeah. So then that's where you start looking at other people you have insurable interest in. Mm-hmm. And it's why it, it's a reason why you may not want to do as, as heavy of a PUA premium as what you believe. Okay. Don't let that be a, a determining factor, but just take it into consideration for policies into the future that that's going to affect how much mm-hmm. you can pay into them. And I mean, like we've said, just don't get caught up in the minutiae. I mean, Jason and I, we've both been caught up in it before when we were studying, you know. I was heavily caught in the minutiae. It's not, it's not worth it. It's a lot of time that's burned. And then you realize later on, like, wow, this really didn't matter that much. Kyle, I thought I knew more than the mentor that I have. Yeah. I, and you know what? Six months later, like, I started to realize, like, wow. I should have listened to him, you know? He had a better plan than I did. Yeah. Now, is my plan broken because of that? Absolutely not. It's just not as good as what it could have been. Sure. Because I thought that I knew better because I listened to so many podcasts, so many YouTube videos that were focused on maximizing cash value. Yep. And absolutely, that is important, but it is not the big picture. Not the end-all be-all. No. So... I don't know. I just thought we should share that with you guys. Um, Something that's been on our mind a lot lately and just want to provide more clarity for what you should be looking for. Yeah. Yep. We hope you enjoyed this. And um, if you guys like the podcast, please rate and review and share it with your friends. Yeah. And I mean, uh, you know, don't feel, uh, don't feel obligated, but reach out, you know, ask us any questions that you have. Um, Happy to answer them. And, uh, you know, if you're ready to move forward, book a time on our calendar. Yeah. We like doing the frequently asked questions podcast and we we're going to plan on doing some more. So, all right. Well, that's everything I got, Kyle. All right. Thanks. This was the cash value solutions podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate and review the show. Check us out at cashvaluesolutions.com, And don't forget to tune in next week.